All right, and welcome to 24-9 JK the Ticket, brought to you by Subway. Remember, get to Long Beach to LA for $1.25. Save some money, buy some shoes and some fresh clothes. Subway, ride fresh. Wait, so, are, uh, wait, 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 I'm confused. Are you advertising the actual Subway or the Subway that makes sandwiches? That might be confusing. Let me repeat that. Uh, <laughs> this show is brought to you by Subway. Get from Lobby to downtown on $1.25. Save some money for some fresh kicks and clothes. Remember, Subway, ride fresh. So just public transportation. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we, we couldn't clear the Subway ad. Okay, gotcha. We're still, we're still in communication. We figured this would be, uh, you know, just good spirit. Wait, I mean, I love public transportation, which is why I'm promoting it. No, I just, hear you. Just remember, uh, when you ride, ride fresh. Where are those fresh kicks? True. You never know who you're going to meet. It's a good value. It's a good deal, though. So, the Cavs won. Yeah, that was honestly one of the best first games I've ever seen in a playoff series that I can uh, remember without nostalgia. I mean, in my personal red my personal record book, they won that game because the refs were a bunch of assholes. I'm tired of this goddamn Golden State team with their bitch-ass calls. Curry's out there, should be wearing a skirt with the kind of calls they're giving them. And LeBron James is over there getting his ass kicked and getting no calls. And JR is not helping him at all either. Well, I mean, we all knew going in that he was—he basically had a JaVel McGee team. That's exactly what I was saying too. I'm like, well, he—he he just pronounced himself the JaVel McGee of the actual team after this. The other team got it. JaVel McGee. Actual JaVel McGee. <laughs> and Nick Young, uh, up. Yeah, I can't believe that, the, A, they they called back that charge block call. But the call right before that, James threw a layup and got smashed right on his, like, elbow through his through his hand. I don't know if Curry just keeps loony in there because he thinks he's Robert Parrish, but he just smacked that dude and somehow got nothing, went the other way, and then they called that a charge call. This, this is suspicious. Um... Well, this is why I think LeBron James is going to be able to get two games out of this series. You know, um, they were pretty close in in Oracle. Like, just going home, having that home advantage for the role players, like, should be able to get them over the top in a couple games. They, Golden State was without Clay for almost a quarter. LeBron James was godlike. Yeah, but... I think we're also seeing, like, the Warriors do that all the time. Just, you know, take a quarter off here and there. Oh, I thought you said the Warriors get hurt and take a quarter off, like, from their player off the court. No, just in general, like, they, you know, they always have a quarter where they're just, like, bucking around and not uh, not being focused. So I, I fucking have become an absolute hater of the Golden Golden State Warriors in my late years here. I used to love them when they were like the scrappy, up-and-coming team, kind of clawing their way. Yeah, the Mark Jackson. Yeah, the Mark Jackson, you know, like everyone. No, 
No, we're still talking Steve Curry years here, but like, well, it's like Steve Kerr's last year. It's the Dur- first year. It's the Durant signing, isn't it? Just admit it. Not only is it the Durant signing, but I feel like the Durant signing opened my eyes to what we they all know. Like, if it had just been the three of them and they they were running it back for their fourth one right now, they well, would, you know, they wouldn't would, be running it back for their fourth one if it was yeah, just the three of them. Probably not. And but the fact that they signed Durant and just like sealed that deal, you know, two years ago. Yeah, well. Like I said, I think when they signed Durant, it opened my eyes because before then I saw them at this young, scrappy team that no one believed in them. And then once Durant signed up, I'm like, wait a minute. These are like the fucking rich-ass, like, snobby asshole kids at school that, like, were born on third base and thought they hit a triple. You know, you open your eyes and you're like, wait, Curry's dad was a professional player, grew up with a silver spoon. Kurt or Clay, professional player, grew up with a silver spoon. You know, I'm, uh, Kerr, you know, dad was an ambassador. I'm like, man, this this team is actually the sweep the leg motherfuckers. They are <laughs> not the fucking karate kid. Hey, speaking of sweep the leg, uh, Jared Smith tried to sweep the leg a little early, too, on Clay Thompson. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little disheartened that he didn't get him a little cleaner, you know. I mean, not not like a season type cleaner, but you know, a series type cleaner. Yeah, I think he watched a little bit of the uh, Karate Kid on Red Tube, you know. It, it, it's I I actually watched that embarrassingly so uh, one night, like just one that show just pushed through. Yeah, YouTube Red. It was good. It, it was okay. It it wasn't terrible. I don't know if I'd go as far as calling it good, but it was it was cool. It's it's no happy, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I this by far had to be one of the worst officiated games, and and like the biggest. Th- this is gonna probably be on like old, or, uh, finals reels forever. You know when they do the finals reels every year from here until eternity, it's gonna be like the LeBron James block. It's gonna be the J.R. Smith and like plays of all time. It's got to be Chris Webber in this this play. <laughs> so LeBron fifty one tonight. Eight and eight. Kevin Love twenty one points, one from eight for three. J.R. Smith with ten. And that's it. Wow. Everyone else in single digits. Well no, I mean oh. George Hill did get one point. He did, <laughs> yep. And <laughs> two. He just needed to. There are mathematics. Nance was not too bad with nine and eleven rebounds. Nance was, you know what? I don't know why the hell they play Jordan Clarkson. He looks like a deer in the headlights. He he looks like the worst player. He, he's the only guy out there that looks like he doesn't even belong on a D League team. It's funny. We were talking about this during the game, and uh, I was saying it, it's crazy how like. None of us realized Jordan Clarkson had, like, bad parts until he was in Games That Mattered. <laughs> when he was on the Lakers, we were all just, like, happy every time he hit a bucket. <laughs> well, when he was on the Lakers, I thought he was going to be an all-star. I was like, this well, guy, he's, he looks like Ron Artest mixed with Jordan Clarkson or Jordan Crawford. Now that he's in Games That Matter, you're like, oh, yeah, that thing he used to do, that's probably not good right now. <laughs> Well, no. Before he was, he was like a like a you know microwave type player. He'd go in, 
score, you know, points and bu- you know, bunches, this and that, and didn't play a lot of defense. Yeah. And then when he's in games like this, he doesn't score at all, and he still can't play any defense. It's like, why the hell is he even out there? But he's still out there for to take 10 shots. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just put, like, a bar stool in the corner and let LeBron rest every now and again instead of that dude. I, w- I would have played. I really like that, that awkward-looking white dude that they have on their team. I would have put that guy in there. Kevin Love? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I forget his name. He's like uh, Croatian or something. Seti Osman? That guy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's uh, the son of one of the Osmans. <laughs> no, Donnie, he's definitely Marie. No, I'm pretty sure he's like the <laughs> love child. He's like the, not Mormon by way of Croatia. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's like the incestuous love child. Hey, it's a Croatian persuasion, right? <laughs> they, they just took him, you know, to Croatia to, to hide it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it, uh, it's crazy. I, I don't understand how that guy. Like, is their team that bad that, that Jordan Clarkson has to play like twelve to fifteen minutes? Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> understand. But I, I did like oh, that. Okay. You know, so let's go but, through the bench here. Who who are would you re- are you really down to play? Well, I already said who, but outside of that guy, you got Larry Nance. Yeah. Jeff Green, Seti Osmond, uh, uh, Jose Calderon, Jordan Clarkson, Calderon. Kyle Korver, and Rodney Hood. If like, it ain't right, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> That's a lot of, uh, I don't know about that. I'll say this. I don't I don't know how many of those guys I would want on the Lakers, <laughs> let alone a championship team. <laughs> like, if you told me that was on the bench on the Lakers, I'd be like, why? <laughs> but they're in the finals. It's like, hey, all right, you guys. <laughs> Just be like, hey, guy. I mean, <laughs> you might be able to argue the Lakers had a better bench in the second half of the season, and that's including Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that's including Dang. I mean. We were getting the same amount of dang that Cleveland's getting out of Rodney Hood, who they traded for. And Calderon combined. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd do something where I'd, I'd go like a LeBron, Kevin Love. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like Green, J.R. Smith, and that uh, and that Love Child. You can't even fucking do math. <laughs> <laughs> can't have him doing that shit right now. For, for game two, yeah. I can see that for game one, but we just saw what happened in game one. Well, I mean, it's either him or Clarkson. I have Clarkson. He could fucking look like he'd keep math. So. <laughs> no, Clarkson would sh- would have shot it at the opposite basket and made it, and they would have lost anyway. But that would be epic. If he did that, at least like that's an epic way to fail. Like This I, is like something you could have prevented. That was definitely a like stereotypical J.R. Smith move at the end. No, no. Oh. I, I don't think so. That he's he's like that is like I don't I don't know what that is. That's like I don't know. If you were if you were telling me like during a regular night during the season, someone lost track of the final score, thought he won it, and didn't take the game a uh, game winning shot, he'd be on my top five. Just cool. on any night of the of the season. Who else would be on that top five? So we got Jr. I say Javale. Javale would definitely. That's be on two. Top five. Who, who else would you believe that that happened to? Hmm. Nick Young. Okay. Definitely. Yep. Um. 
did the Warriors build their their team off with two players on this list? <laughs> well, I know the worst two, and everyone else is awesome. You don't care. Like, All right, Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> I'll definitely put him on there. Jordan Clarkson would have been one, definitely. Which means Cleveland's also got two. How are these teams in the final? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're doing an interview with Jr. And he looks like he just finished balling, but you know, not not basketball, <laughs> like uncontrollably weeping. <laughs> man, I, I hope somebody stays by his like door and takes his shoelaces and belts. Well, he's got six more games, man. He's got to make it up the next game. He knows that. He I is, hope so. But he's not a true JaVale. I, th- I feel like he can make plays happen. What a waste these, the Cavs have done both times for LeBron. It's insane. I mean, could could you imagine if they would have – what was the trade? It was uh, – I think it was Kyrie for Paul George straight up. Was that out there? Yeah, that, that that's been reported that it was that they were gonna do that, but instead, uh, the Thunder did like a deadline. You do this now, or we have another deal tomorrow to to the Pacers. What would be the? Uh, I remember the Suns were in it at the end. Yeah, but I think the Suns wanted to keep uh, Booker because uh, no, no, that I don't. I don't think Booker was the 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 thing was they wanted the pick. Oh, Josh Jackson. Yeah, which pff, looks kind of shitty now. I think you'd take a Booker-Kyrie backcourt any day over over that. Yeah, I man, I, I don't know if – I mean, if I really thought that LeBron was – you know, if you're really good, you're like Iverson or Dwayne. You know, like historically, if you're really good and your team sucks, you get one game. Yeah. And, that's, I, and, that's... I, and I think this was that game. So I'm I'm I kind of I kind of think yeah I feel like a sweep's coming especially that was just so disheartening. I don't feel like the sweep is from LeBron. So LeBron's gonna come back next game and he's gonna be like pissed off, ready to go. If the rest of the team actually starts to do something, then they'll still take two. But uh, if they don't show up the second game, yeah, it's just a wash. It's gonna be a four straight. Hmm. No, I I think they could take two in Cleveland. Um, just that little push from, you know, the role players playing at home. If LeBron's going to play like this, man, uh, I think you, I think you get two. I think you get the middle two in the series and probably no still way. game loss. I mean, the, the thing is, yeah, if he's going to play like this, but I don't know. I got to think that uh, there's like a possible Durant, Curry, Thompson, you know, 30 point quarter. At some point, you know, each of them get one here and there. I mean, maybe you're right. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't believe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet a bomber on it. Hey, you gotta believe in the land, Cleveland. <laughs> nah, fuck Cleveland. I mean, you gotta believe in the brown over brains. Oh, yeah, that might be better as a hashtag. <laughs> We'll see what we use on our website, Twitter, slash, <laughs> everything. I just don't see, I, I, I don't see what's possible here on, on, on the future of, of at least this series. I think, I think this might have been the best game of the series. I think the next ones are going to not be close and they're just going to be blowouts. So what the fuck is up with Jerry Colangelo? 
Oh, all right. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Ryan. This next segment is brought to you by Porno. Make sure to get tickets up close to get the sweat on your brow. Porno. Watch <laughs> the Blazers New Orleans, April 21st, 2019. So, yeah. Um, Colangelo, man. That's... That's kind of insane. What's what's your take on that? Um, I fully think it's him. <laughs> I don't buy any of any of the. Oh, oh, so so you haven't heard the the latest news then? Well, what's the latest news? The evidence is now pointing that it's not him, but his wife. Oh no, I've seen that. That's I've seen that. Yes. So, so the last, the last numbers. So somebody tried to do an account recovery, and when they did the account recovery, it showed the last numbers that it's going to text you the code, and supposedly his wife has the same two last digits, and some of the tweets were being sent out while he was doing a press conference. Ah. Okay. So he couldn't be doing some of the tweets if he was actually at the press conference. So that's that's the thing, you know. Is now supposedly his wife, but I mean that's kind of that's if anything that's even weirder. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think no matter which way this goes, he he has to get fired. That's what I would think because at some point you fucked up. You had this information and then it's getting out, right? Well, I mean, especially some of the HIPAA law stuff. I mean that that's like, I mean it's all funny and fun and jokes, and we can all laugh, but. Once you start divulging people's health and stuff like that, that really fucks with people's money. And, I mean, that's – I'm pretty sure that's not 100% legal. Um, yeah, I don't know. See, that some of that health stuff is what is really interesting because if, like, Fultz or Embiid were really kind of – I don't want to say dicks about it but really wanted to get – dig deep – they could probably um, file some sort of lawsuit and subpoena Twitter and have them give the phone number. I mean, it, you know, if if they happen to do, st- you know, happen to break HIPAA laws and things like that, to to be able to file a a lawsuit and request and subpoena the the documents from Twitter, and then I mean, you get the phone number, you probably get some locations, you, you know, and you find out the location is like inside his house. Wait, wait, wait. so hippos have laws? Because they're always hungry, dude. Like hungry, hungry hippos. Well, which is uh, J.R. Smith is probably looking up. So, so bottom line. So, what's the uh, maximum penalty for this right now? So he gave away trade secrets. He had five well, burner accounts. There's a lot of things that went down too. Like what he gets eaten by a hippo, losing his job. By a hungry, hungry hippo, right? By a hungry hippo. But he still gets paid. Um, so he goes to the boneyard, basically. So he gets paid, but he is not doing anything, right? Lame yeah, ducks, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Millions well, of dollars. Well, that's kind of sad. It kind of seems like he should. I mean, you have heard that... Uh, connected to him. And it's definitely going to seem like, at the end, he was, you know, like telling company secret that he, you know, shouldn't have been repeating... At the at the very least, that's what he's guilty of, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've been watching Archer, and when you say that, and I think it's his wife. I'm thinking, you know, like Americans, like his wife 
Like, uh, what if like Hanky orchestrated like his like his wife to be a double agent and like seduce him at night and be like, tell me these secrets. <laughs> and created a Twitter account and like, yes, you know, comrade Hanky, I have sent the tweets that you have. <laughs> I mean, you you know, the other conspiracy is that Hanky is the the source. Yes. Since he went to work for a AI company. Would be awesome. But doesn't doesn't make sense. But would be awesome if Hinky was I kinda think it does make sense because they're both pretty petty. I mean you don't you don't write a letter like Sam Hanky did and not be somewhat petty. No, no, certainly. But he also wouldn't have had access to all that information. To AI? To what? No, the, to to knowing uh, like or uh, M. What's his name? Oka Four failed a physical. You know? No, 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 no. The the guy that contacted the Ringer, right? Because if you read the Ringer article, it states that the guy that contacted him had the source. Had a, the egg uh, things, right? Yeah, the source. So he's supposedly the the guy that contacted him had an AI background and used algorithm to find that. They had all these commonalities, whether it was like the same syntax, the same typing, no. the same weird friends. I thought you were talking about the theory that Sam they, is the owner of the five accounts. Is the orchestrator of everything? Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's that's a little too much. Just setting up Colangelo to take a fall. That's that's like a billions episode. No, <laughs> no, this this is also kind of a billions episode, but no, I you know, what if like his AI, like let's say you know he works for AI. And someone told him, you know, you run in those circles. Maybe there's like a Philly fan in those circles that's like, hey, man, check this out, you know, check, check out what this algorithm came up with. This is kind of suspicious. You don't need, and he's <laughs> like, huh, you know, you should really tell somebody about that. Yeah, you lost me at Philly fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other uh, interesting angle is that uh, there's the whole thing about the league wasn't happy with, uh, you know, Philly so flagrantly losing to get top draft picks and so they oh, kind of yeah. were there's a theory that they were instrumental in like kind of pushing out Sam Hinky and putting the Colangelos in there in Philly. well I don't think that's a theory I think that's been established uh, I'd be careful about that but well all I know is that my sources tell me that the NBA not only introduced them but was going to fine them without hiring him. They were going to use hippos laws. <laughs> Whoa, dude, they're hungry, man. You gotta watch out. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I, I mean, 2018, man. Who who would have thought? That segment was brought to you by nostalgia. Remember when that shit happened? Uh, speaking of nostalgia, it's uh, it just died now that Roseanne's show went away again. I never watched that show. I never got into it, but yeah. I watched I watched uh, the original run of it, a lot of it, but I didn't catch it from, during the revival, but man, that shit ended fast this week. I was surprised because I felt like her tweet wasn't like, I don't want to say it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't like uncharacteristic. It was not uncharacteristic. It was pretty bad. It was, but I don't feel like it was that much worse than like... I don't know. I mean, maybe well, I just become so de- desensitized. She made a similar joke a couple years ago, and it like wasn't wasn't a deal, I guess, because she wasn't in the news. 
But yeah, that that was a fast turnaround this week. Uh, I mean, I, I I was surprised, you know. I know a lot of people, uh, well, you know, I, I live in a pretty conservative area, so a lot of people are kind of speaking out about that and, like, free speech and this and that, you know. And these are these are the same people that were mad that her show got canceled and that, you know, freedom of speech are the same people that are like, fuck Colin Kaepernick. That dude doesn't deserve anything, and he's all full. And I'm just like, wow. Well, I mean, like, freedom- part of that culture over there, too, is just uh- – you know, they, they agree with all the same shit that Roseanne stood for. You know, like that whole show was just like, yeah, you know. Well, I, I, I did. It, this yeah, did hit me, though. Is that and it matters, you know. It's free speech for Roseanne, but not free speech for football players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, it made me kind of like, like, I guess, not feel as terrible, I guess, about the, the Colin Ka- Kaepernick thing, because, you know, free speech supposedly, well, I don't know. That's what makes it kind of confusing, right? Because free speech is supposed to give you freedom from the government, right? So the government, you're, you're, you're yeah. able to not be prosecuted from the government, but you can still get fired from your job for saying, you know, fuck you to your boss, even though that's free speech. Yeah. Um, but the weird thing about the Kaepernick stuff and the laws is that Trump who is the government kind of forced the owners to do this. So yeah. That, like, like if the owners had done it on their own, then the Roseanne and the Colin Kaepernick, I guess I could put them on equal footing, even though I disagree with the Kaepernick thing well, as far as what the owners are doing. Here's, here's what I think is the difference. And what it's going to end up being is Kaepernick, I, I feel like was clearly uh, blackballed. From the NFL, like Roseanne, her show got canceled by the network who didn't want to be associated with her anymore. Anyone else is free to pick up her show, but they're not gonna. Well, like, here, here's here's the thing: how much does it make a difference that the new director of that is black? You think people are gonna? No, I think I think her boss was the person Matt, that canceled it was black. Yeah, but who's the star of the show? Like, yeah, Sora show is Roseanne. Why do people watch it? It's because of Roseanne, like just carrying the team kind of thing, you know. But who's it going to matter to? To you know, you think other people are going to put her on TV? Like, I mean, outside of Fox News. But I'll say this: I think the people that watched her and that came out with all those ratings are, if they would have came up with the, the if they would have just kept the episode, they probably would have got the same number of people. You mean if they if they would have had more episodes? Yeah, let's say everything played out the exact same way, and there was a new yeah. episode of Ro- Roseanne today. I think it probably do it'd be almost no different. No, I think I think there's a lot of things where like uh, there's the old country, and then there's like the new country where it's just like they right. But the the shit. old country is what watched that first episode of Roseanne. They're the ones watching it. Like the next one wouldn't. Next one wouldn't because they would look at it and be like, oh, what? Like, yeah, I love America. Toby Keith. Hashtag. You know, and then they'd be totally great with everything. But they don't yeah. want they don't want to see that kind of shit. Like sometimes, you know, like we are growing as a generation. We're growing as a nation. Like that's the thing. Like we do have a lot of shit, but you got to focus on some positives at the same time. I do and, think I do think too. There are tipping points for individuals. And I'll tell you this: that that was not a tipping point for the people I know out here. That was like that was nothing. Oh yeah, I have no doubt about that. Absolutely. Um, 
so that's why I'm saying that if they wouldn't yeah. have canceled it and she would have just been like, uh uh-huh, I was on Valium or whatever, whatever she said, people would have been like, whatever. I'm watching the show next week. I don't give a shit about that. Hello? Uh, did you hear about the new license place in California? No. Do they uh, give you like a free bag of weed or something? Almost as good. So like they're all electronic and they build them into the, uh, the back of your car and stuff. Um, that's weird they're all led screens they're like waterproof and all that stuff too and on top of that you can actually program it to say different stuff if you want it to so you can control your whole license plate at the low low cost of 700 bucks for installation oh okay. a month. yeah it's like, a specialty like, plate okay yeah no but like uh yeah, super specialty in. plate <laughs> yeah well what's funny is uh if your car gets stolen you get you have an app on your phone, and so you can say "stolen," and it'll flash and say "stolen" as it's driving uh, around. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, or you could save six hundred and eighty dollars and spend twenty bucks a month on LoJack. But like for that flashing on the freeway, though, not everyone has LoJack, but everyone has eyes. Because if not, you're not driving on the freeway. <laughs> no, but but LoJack will GPS and call the cops, and so the cops will just use GPS to get them. I don't. I don't think that's the main feature of the uh, of the price there. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. Uh, no. Like, how does it work? Because presumably, at some point, it has to show your actual license plate. No, it doesn't. So here's the thing. Like, I oh, it's a RF chip. So in, the cops can read it. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone sees it, like normally, but the cops obviously have something they could do. But you could change your life whatever you want. So if you're going to a Trojan game, you could say, go Trojan. Like right, right. Plate. Yeah. What I'm saying is... <laughs> has to track so, so you're saying it has the technology of a $5 SkyMall alarm clock because <laughs> you can program it whatever it says. In your car and you don't need batteries. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they sell those to put in your back window. Ah, but not on your license plate. <laughs> I mean, for seven hundred dollars, why not? I guess. <laughs> if if I did that for three months, I'd be able to buy another Betsy. California. <laughs> so whatever I feel like having your license plate be, I got seven letters, seven character limit. That's it. I think you're going to work very happy. You wouldn't make it to work because it would say, "I heard weed." <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you guys signed up to Movie Pass yet, or you guys are both still non-believers? I haven't. I haven't either, man. Yeah, I should have too. Yeah. I've seen three movies in the last like six weeks. Yeah, dude. I uh, so on the app it shows the history of movies that you've seen. Uh huh. And I think I've had it for like a year, and I don't know, maybe. I don't know, maybe a year. I don't think I've had it more than a year. But get, get, get maybe less than a year. I don't know. But I counted, and I have uh, I did. Let's say each movie cost uh, twelve dollars because the movie theater I go to cost eleven, but the other one I go to cost fifteen. Oh. So I averaged it to twelve dollars, and I did the math. I've I've accumulated almost nine hundred dollars worth of movies. So I went to Solo, uh, Deadpool, and Avengers. Solo, Deadpool, and Avengers. Uh, yeah. w- what about you, uh, 
I have not been to anything since Coco in December. <laughs> and apparently it came out on DVD and I was able to uh, watch it later. I was like, holy shit, and I can watch it at home. No Black Panther? No you Black Panther. More than once? Wait, what do you mean Black Panther? What do you mean you people? Black Panther was a little overrated, but it was still very good. I thought it was very good. No, but yeah, I, I you know, I, I liked Black Panther, but I did not like all the Papa stuff, you know? I felt they could have cut the, the whole Papa, like, going back to the backland talking to his dad and did a little bit more action. And I liked that uh, James Bond kind of bar scene more than I liked all that animation rhino stuff at the end. Yeah. I thought Solo was a disappointment, though. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. Mostly because it just didn't tell us much about Han Solo, you know? It wasn't like the the story was like a, uh, you know, here's who made Han Solo who he was kind of story. And it wasn't even really like a Han Solo learned a valuable lesson that he, you know, carried with them, you know? It was just like, well, Han Solo's always been Han Solo, and here's some shit that happened to him, and then this direction to A New Hope. Yeah, young Sheldon. Yeah, the young Sheldon of uh, movie prequels. Like, if you just want to see him have the same attributes that he had, you know, at the end, you know, at the end, but be a younger person. I agree. You know, I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about how uh, the the beginning scene with the train could have been could have been like the ending set piece. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And that, that the best, the most exciting point in the movie. And it, it felt kind of wasted. Like, I, I, I agree with everything that, that you said about it. I, I kind of think what I didn't like about it was that it just did too much, you know? Like, it, like if you're going to do a solo thing, you could make it a whole franchise if you did it good, because he's one of the few interesting characters. Um, so I was, you know, I was hoping... Because they basically took it from the beginning of "quote unquote" solo to like the beginning of when he goes to Jabba the Hutt, right? Because that's the "quote unquote" guy. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred a movie like just from the beginning to like the 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 three minute war scene. Like if they would have stretched out the whole movie and made it be like about the love thing and like his his life on that planet and then joining the military and then going through wars and then the end is like that one job you know and then like you know somebody could die and it'd be great and then it's like that's the end you know here's here's a little because the the war scene stuff was really cool like sometimes i mean that's the thing with black panther like the end scene too sometimes those movies get a little too big for their own good like I don't, I don't need like crazy outer space twenty minute sequence and a hundred rhino CGI fighting. Like I, I, I don't mind when you're down in the grass with your hands in the dirt, kind of getting into like the everyday life of what it would be in those worlds. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, definitely, definitely a disappointment. Deadpool two, however, hilarious. It, like some people didn't like it, but I the reason why I like Deadpool is like it knows what it is and it's not trying exactly. to do anything too different. Exactly. 
people complain about the ending, but like that's a perfect example of Deadpool knowing what it is and just saying screw it, don't worry about the plot so much. Like it's more important that you had fun along the two hours. See, I, I kind of agree and disagree with the people that didn't like the ending because I also thought the ending was like a little cheap. But I kind of agree with you that it doesn't really matter, you know, because it's like. Yeah, like how much were you invested in that relationship, you know? But see, that's that's why I think it would have been great to have it end with him, quote unquote, dying and going there, because then, you know, he's not dead. Everyone knows he's not dead. So if you would have just left him dead and like, you know, the end him go up and like kick it with this chick or whatever. It would have been probably like a little bit better ending, but yeah, the ending doesn't matter. It's like the whole thing with Infinity Wars. Everyone knows that that end has, is not has no consequence. Yeah, it was the journey, and with Infinity War, enjoy the hell out of that journey. I was shocked with how well they did trying to get so many characters in there. Right. My my theory is that everyone that's alive will die and everyone that's dead will come back. Like the people that are alive will have to sacrifice themselves. That's that's a solid theory. Well, you 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 know why? It's because everyone's contract is up that's still alive <laughs> and yes. it's pretty much done. I do know that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw Doctor Strange die, I was like, I walked out of the theater going, "Yep, everyone that's alive is pretty much done with Marvel." <laughs> Spoiler, dude, I haven't seen it. Oh, Jay, you haven't seen it? Oh, damn it. No, that's that's Jay's bad. It's been out forever. If you were that much of a fan, hey, not all of us are high class like the movie pass over here, dude. No, it no, takes no, me I, some I, time. I said, sorry, I said my bad because of the name. Which you also broke, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't worry, I'll, I'll add, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll just do a. Uh, I'll do an awkward. Oh, blah, blah. Hey, come Kyle. Seriously though, you haven't seen any movies ever. Hey, I saw Coco in in December. Actually, how many Star Wars movies have you seen? One. That's embarrassing. No, because now the amount they have is embarrassing. So you can't do two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> you can't have twelve Star Wars movies and say you only saw one. Hey, maybe I saw the best one at this point. Shit. You have no idea. It's like all the bonds. There's like 39 bonds. Like, if I saw one, you're like, okay. Just saying there's 39 of them and I haven't seen any of them is like, how did, did you just not walk by a theater? I saw one. I saw one. Like, you, you probably had a one in a hundred chance that one in a hundred the last time you walked by a theater, there's a... There's a James Bond movie buddy. And I saw one of nine. <laughs> there you go, dude. Even better odds. Shit. I bank on this. Jay's like the last... Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like the last time I went to watch a movie was Coco. Then the time before that, it was James Bond. Sean Connery was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Money, Penny. <laughs> oh, man. And that segment was brought to you by Star Wars, keeping Russia from bombing America since 1978. Star Wars, thank Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get all the big sponsors. 
So what else are you guys excited for this year? I feel like we lost a lot of really good stuff. Like, we had our Avengers. We had our Atlanta. You know. I guess that's it. Those are the only two things I was really excited about. But, <laughs> but now, there's a, we've had some stuff so far this year. What are you excited about the rest of the way? Well, I mean, everything has kind of ended because I, I don't I don't know how TV seasons work, but it feels like a season, a part of the season just ended, or like a part of the season for a certain yeah. genre or whatever. Start again um, in September, the new season. Okay, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't really know. See, the, I I don't keep up on any new shows, but I stay ahead of the curve because uh, on the Cody. Or, no, I'm sorry, on the Tract that I use, Tract allows you to do new shows. Mm-hmm. So when I do new shows, it just pops up literally all the new shows. So I get to, I just click on random shows that look interesting. So a lot of times I end up watching shows that may end up getting popular way before because a lot of them are like British shows and stuff. Like Happy. Um, yeah, that's how I found Happy, was I went there and I found that it was, you know, oh, cool, a new show, literally, like, brand new. Not a new season, but, like, in a whole entire new show. Um, the Terror is another one. Um, there, there's a couple. Killing Eve is kind of a sleeper. That was actually pretty interesting. But there is a show that's on there that hasn't come out yet, which I'm kind of excited about, but could be really shitty. I just like the brand. It's called Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. I keep clicking on it. It says 2018. I keep clicking on it, but nothing exists. Like so I'm, I'm assuming it's coming out at some point. Yeah, it's a Marvel show. Yeah. Uh, kind of off-brand, though. Not on Fox or whatever. What's it on? Uh, I don't know. Off-brand. I want to say something like Reform or... Shelton. Ah, I've been watching uh, uh, the Superman one, Krypton. Yeah, Smallville. It's it's about as good as the Flash. Flash. Green Arrow. Well, that's a high compliment because the Flash has been terrible. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's terrible it's... as in it's watchable if you're interested in the yes the superhero stuff. Yes, which is why I'm still watching, but it's also ha- it has it is, <laughs> I mean, that, there's certain shows I watch, and then there's certain shows I watch on the Cody, and then fast forward ten seconds all the time. Yep, the Flash is the one where I fast forward. Like I pretty much watch like the hour, and I can't believe they're so long. Like <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> show, and they're like an hour long. What about you, Jay? Anything you're watching? Uh. Besides reruns of Parks and Rec, this has been pretty amazing. Classic. Oh, to go back Good. through, you haven't seen it in a while though. Amazing, Andy. Andy is just wow. Which one's Andy? Uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, okay. He does a lot of shit. There's like an episode where they uh, he founds out he uh, has health insurance, and so he goes to all these different places to get checked out and stuff. He has, like, three concussions along the way, like, a bunch of other... <laughs> just, like, the funny, funny ways he gets into it. Like, 
it's a great thing to see when you're watching TV. You come home, you just want to chill. It's a great one. So last week, the AD Club had a question of uh, if the show could have just run on forever, well, would you have essentially watched forever? And Parks and Rec, I would have... As, if they had kept making episodes, I would have just kept watching them forever. <laughs> like, timeless, timeless uh, concept. Kind of cheers. Cheers, like, There's yeah. a lot of uh, timeless concepts in that, too. Yeah. Cheer, yeah, cheers. If they have just could have kept going on... I feel like a lot of a lot of those shows went on, like kind of. I feel like they did kind of go on forever. Like they they have I, I don't know like they have enough seasons. For for me, it's the ones that I feel like ended a little too soon. Like if I if I had to pick one, it'd probably be uh, Deadwood. <laughs> no, Deadwood. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would have loved more Deadwood. Um. Like, sitcoms are a little too easy. Like, yeah, they can go forever, but it's like, eh. So, which ones do you think right now are going too far? Like, they should have ended already. Oh, The Walking... All The Walking Dead. That, that, that whole genre is kind of, yeah. like, played. I hope you gotten into that with Breaking Bad, because you're like, uh, what's up with all that breakfast? Yeah, I mean... I I'm you know I'm one of the ex- few exceptions that think Breaking Bad was a little overrated, mm-hmm. but it, I, I'm not saying it was bad. I think it was good, but yeah, it had a lot of random filler. You think it could have ended sooner? Am I wrong? I think I think if it would have ended sooner and had a little less downtime, the they could have come out cut out some of the fat and like cut out a season. Yeah, like if they're gonna end it that soon anyway and not have it be like a 15 year show why not make it like a phenomenal you know whatever make it like less episodes every year but the same amount. I don't know I kind of want like a director series box set where like they cut the fat out and they make it like just action packed but to be fair I, I love Better Call Saul which is like nothing but kind of dialogue and kind of fat. I felt like that yeah. was a more like a diesel engine. Like it took a little bit while like warm up to it. Yeah. By the third episode, I was into it. Like like, and I love Breaking Bad. It was just like it was too much shit going on, and then it took off for sure. Well, I, I think the thing about Breaking Bad is that it's the kind of show where it's like. There's some interesting stuff and a lot of cool action, but it's almost like it's it's too much time between the cool action. And Better Call Saul, since it's not really action, I'm not really let down when it's not action. It's like filled with great dialogue and cinematography and like character development and relationships and how like relationships or like I don't know him and his brother and that whole thing. It's just yeah. how it's it's like a different show. I feel you, definitely. So did you hear that I think it's before the end of the year we're getting we're getting new Venture Brothers episodes. No way. Yes. 
Yes. And this was my other response for the, uh, if I could have it until I die. Like, if I could get new Venture Brothers episodes, like, every four years until I die, I would love that. Just to keep yeah, checking. Yeah. Um, like, they're so rare. We've only had, I believe it's 18 episodes since 2011. So, they release them very rarely. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, new one's coming. Wow. They're kind of like the original Rick and Morty type of comedy. Yes. Yeah, they are. Wow, that's awesome. It's been it's been a while. It's been like three years now since the last batch. Who uh, who makes that show? Um, Central or yeah. Network? Adult Swim. No, yeah. no, I know, but like uh. Like who who writes it or whatever? Like who's in charge of it that fucking only gives it to us in oh, small bits? Uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. Not oh sure. no, pa- Pollock. Pollock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who who are they? Let's see. I have no idea. They are mysteries to me, and they only give us their wares when we finally moved on with our lives and then they're like nope here's a little taste and then we're drooling again yeah he's literally a mystery guy because I type Jackson Pollock it's gotta be like a cover because I I put Jackson Pollock and like only the artist comes up and then I put Venture Brothers and like some random Reddit thing pops up, and then the artist. He doesn't even have an IMBD page. Look up. No, it's Jackson Pollock. Yeah, Jackson Pollock is like actually a painter. Yes. No, Jack- no Jackson- way. It's Jackson Public. It's Jackson Public. I'm pretty sure. Or it's Joe Public. You got to live and learn <laughs> before your bridges burn. Ah, uh, I guess you're. You're right, but that is that is his screen name though. His real name is Christopher McCulloch. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Neither of whom I've ever heard much about. <laughs> That's the only thing he's doing now. So I guess he just like does a Venture Brothers thing, makes a bunch of money, spends it on blowing hookers, and then when he gets broke, he does it again. <laughs> and then just so I guess that lasted about three years. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the only thing he does. Venture Brothers and he owns Astro Base. And the only thing Astro Base does is that. He's Venture Brothers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Well, I mean. Like it takes time to come up with genius, so it really does. You know, it took me forever to figure out that uh, you know it was all uh, sound and fury signifying nothing. <laughs> took me yeah. forever to find out where that where that's actually from. Yeah, was it? Oh my God! Did you learn that where that was from, from Barry? Uh. Maybe. 
<laughs> when he does Macbeth. Barry, uh, the show. The, si- the serial killer? Uh, the Hitman. Oh, yeah, what, Hitman. Uh, yeah. What's his name? From Saturday Night Live. Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. He's, so, yeah, he had a show on HBO where he's a Hitman who gets into, like, acting. Mm-hmm. And she's in an acting class, and Henry Winkler is his teacher. And, uh, yeah, one of the big scenes they do is uh, from, from Hamlet, and they do the Sam and Fury signifying nothing line. Mm-hmm. Which, every time I hear now, I only hear uh, from Venture Brothers. <laughs> After he takes a dump. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Signifying nothing. <laughs> You've seen... Uh... Have you seen Venture Brothers? Uh, Jabalo? Yeah. I've seen them. Uh, we used to watch them, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it in a minute, though, yeah. But, yeah, they're good. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely dig them. Like that so that's crazy. I can't, yeah. I can't believe they're coming up with new ones. As long as they do it every four years until I die. Four more years. Four more. Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> um. What should we call it? I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with the. I'm advertisement. Topics. Well, I was going to do the, the future of the NBA, but I'm just trying to come up with the uh, advertisement. Right. You guys have any... Uh... Brought to you by... Insert here. Think one. Maybe not. Hmm. Brought to you by maybe sports. Maybe not. Thanks for listening. That works. What about, uh... Brought to you by Go-Karts. Remember those? Brought to you by Big Macs. Remember, don't step to a Mac. He'll backslip your ass. Ah. Brought to you by Big Macs. I'm Macaroni. Remember that. Brought to you by Black Lightning. Why's it gotta be white? Brought to you by Guitars. Sometimes you see them on the streets. Sometimes you see them on stage. They're alright. 
Brought to you by Laces. Fuck Velcro. Brought to you by Plants. They're pretty fucking cool. Brought to you by Pussy. Adopt a cat today. <laughs> uh, I can't even. So, uh, what do you think of the future of the NBA? one trade you would do to make your team a championship contender? Ooh, that's a good question. Make him a championship contender. Of any team? Yep, of any team. Especially with the free agent bonanza. this the free agents I was Philly I'd move Markel Fultz right now for um I mean obviously if you can get Kawhi you can get Kawhi but I don't know if that's enough I don't think so not straight up well, no, definitely not straight up, but, like, even with what they have and what they're willing to give up. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's probably going to have to take, like, a Sarge and... Hmm. You don't want a two-guard. And this is where McCollum would be valuable, but, like, they also don't want to... I don't know if Portland wants to have the same situation with two guards. Well, if, yeah. if you're if you're Portland, would you do like a Tristan Thompson and the eighth pick for McCollum? No. What if you throw a Nance? <laughs> so no, because yeah, what are the odds? Like, what are le- legitimately the odds that you're gonna get someone better than McCollum with the eighth pick? In Tristan Thompson. Uh, you're right. I'm not factoring in Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I don't know what they could do. They're kind of stuck. I mean, I think they're going to have to sell low or just run it back. 
the the, uh, the, pro- the problem is they're gonna have to pay uh, what's his name the big white dude Nurkic yeah if they don't pay him then they got no center I mean, if it was me I just wouldn't pay him have no center and or try to get DJ or something that's your answer to everything what DJ no, I have no center. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, who would have known that the future of basketball, I would have foretold Nostradamus style. Seems like baseball's going my way, too. I used to say only throw a pitcher out there three, four innings and then switch it up to not get the guy used to it. And now the Rays are doing it. But no, I mean, I, I just hold out. I mean, it, obviously, if it was me, it'd be the Lakers, and I'd trade. I'd try to sign LeBron, PG, and then trade Ball for anybody. Trade Ball and anything else on the menu for, like, a Jimmy Butler or – I'd even go – if they go Ball – if they would take Ball and Dang, I'd go McCollum. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough for McCollum. If I if I'm Portland, ball dang and why would you want two guards? Like the whole point is is avoiding this whole two guard thing you have right now. But but they get dang. Oh, you're right. Well, yeah. That's tough. Well, I think I'm out of uh, topics. Yeah, I think so too. I'm trying to look for my phone right now. Night. Well, thank you for joining. Maybe sports, maybe not. None of this will matter because I'll probably cut it at Brought to you by Pussy. Adopt a cat. Ow. Stay or neuter. We're available. <laughs> I'll edit that one in. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me make sure it was recording. Oh, crap. It was. <laughs> All right. Uh Good job, guys. All right. Get the professional. Back. I'll uh, edit it up, and you guys can uh, check it on the feed. I, I don't know if we have one yet. Uh, we'll have one eventually, because hot takes. Hot takes. But you can check it on our podcast page. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we have one of those. All right. Well, I'll let you guys smoke your stove, kick it. Good podcasting. Hopefully, uh, LeBron wins in seven. <laughs> All right, man. Bye, Yos. All right, man. Uh, don't forget my six-pack. You can get it from uh, any Walmart. Just ship it to me. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs>